Yeah, so I was going to say, um, speaking of that, like, I feel like I got kind of lucky, you know, given my model with YouTube, just because, like, right now, when I scroll through Instagram, and, like, I get these ads from bands that are just, like, like shitty jam bands that are, like, paying to promote videos on Instagram, and I'm just, like, you know, patting myself on the back and saying, like, I'm, I'm glad I was already, like, more online than this. Yeah, Like, totally, before dude. the pandemic hit. Yeah. Because, because you've got, I don't know, the traditional model is just obviously, you know, totally decimated right now. But, like, when you see people trying to, I don't, I don't know, like, you have to be really smart about it. Like, if you're going to try to dive in like that. And if it's just, like, you playing acoustic at a bar and then you're going you're gonna to pay to promote that on Instagram, like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. Paid promotion is, it's very sad. It's very sad to see it come up in the feed because it's someone who's like desperate and doesn't know where yeah. they should spend the money. Yeah, exactly. It's depressing because they simply don't understand how to plug into things. So they're just like, you know, I, I, floating in the wind there. I got to say, like, unfortunately, it happens at the sort of mid level club touring. Uh, on the mid-level club touring circuit as well. Cause like, I remember the last operators tour playing like five to 700 cap rooms and auditing a few venues about like what they'd spent. And they'd be like, Oh yeah. And we spent $650 on promoting the show on Facebook, but we didn't make posters, you know? Yeah. And that, <laughs> and that happened like more than, more than three times. <laughs> So that and that's kind of that's kind of coming out of your end, and and then it's just like what the like you're literally flushing this money down the toilet. You you found some like Facebook marketing firm to to, to give six hundred and fifty bucks to, or they're just straight up not telling the truth. You know, that's what I was kind of like, wondering. Uh, for one of the E one shows we did in twenty nineteen, there was a venue that put on there they spent twenty dollars on promotion. <laughs> like what the fuck was this? Like. It's not something that was ever mentioned to us. And it's such a small sum that like, they're not trying to like steal from us. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be. That's just to make you feel better, man. They're, they're, yeah. they're trying, <laughs> they're trying to, they're trying to hype up the show. You put a 20 on the ground in front of the poster. So people stop to pick it up and then they see the poster. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I could, I could afford this show. Now I just came into $20. And the tickets are $20 and you don't make any <laughs> money on it. Yeah. <laughs> I played a show in Winnipeg where uh, I had to get into it with a promoter about like getting paid, and he was like, "We spent five hundred dollars on Facebook promotion, but then like pointed out that they didn't have the show up on the big calendar in the in, you know at the, the like front of the hall." <laughs> so <laughs> just kind of like no posters, no no calendar, no ad buys in like local papers or like listings, or didn't update any of the local music blogs, but like spent $500 on Facebook ads. It's just like, great. Good job, guys. Are they figuring out, like, the question is, I mean, you can track, you can track what happens with those, but unless people are very specifically, you know, clicking a link to buy tickets, yeah, you have no way to assess, like, how effective it was. Well, I think, I think in a lot of ways, uh, it, it it's kind of offloaded to the bands themselves. So like, you know, you'll get, you'll get messages from promoters two or three days before you hit the town being like, we really need to take over your instant. Can you give us, give us, 
your Instagram luck, you know, basically, or like allow us to cross promote stuff on your Instagram or like, and it, it's just, none of it fucking works. It's all like traditional. It's like people who are going to buy tickets are going to buy tickets, put up posts. They just want to use it to hit on girls. Basically. Yeah. yeah DM them. Yeah. 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 But no, that's a good point that like, I think we've talked about this before, Dan, to some extent of just like, everything's been flipped of the old model where, like when when like Pitchfork's Twitter posts about a band's album, oh yeah, it's the band it's the band promoting Pitchfork rather than Pitchfork promoting the band because yeah, they get no engagement, and then all the engagement comes from your own followers when you retweet. Yeah, it, you right? get frantic emails from people at the, you know who are sort of liaisons for these publications, being like, "Can we please get the band to promote this the second it comes out?" <laughs> yeah, it's just completely reversed. Yeah. It's so stupid, man. I mean, that's so, so my question is, you know, I don't, I don't know what works anymore. Like it's, I don't think that's obviously does. like a really general question. Yeah, literally that, no one that, Right. Right. And it's obviously changed, but like, I wasn't doing, um, I wasn't doing like the traditional things like initially because, you know, I, I, I was in bands and then it was like, I didn't have any other band members left. Like everybody left. And I just like convinced myself like, oh, I need to keep doing this. It's like something I want to do. And I like taught myself how to do everything from there. And like, so I didn't, I don't know, like live shows, I've, I've only done like a, a small handful of them as hot dad. Like when there's been, you know, like I opened for MC Chris once because I got asked to do that. And that was like, that was great because like the venue was like entirely sold out and, and it was just like, like that was a big deal for me. Um, but like, I, I don't know, there are all these things that I've like accomplished, you know, throughout my career, you know, getting recognition from certain people, getting a review, you know, getting a, I, I did an interview with Consequence of Sound, you know, back in 2015 and, yeah. and, uh, I mean like Anthony Fantano is like a friend of mine and I did, I, he had a serious XM show. I did music for that. Um, I did, I've done songs for his other shows. I had a song on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon. Like I've done all these things and there's this, there's this perception of like, like these things have all this weight and value. And I mean like the, the Jimmy Fallon thing was, was cool. Like there's like a writer on the show who found me on YouTube and contacted me and was like, you know, like we stayed in touch, but then out of nowhere, he's like, do you want to do a song for the show? Right. And I said, yeah. And it's like, I got paid well for it. But like all of my family, like my family, that was like the only thing that they could understand. Like when I had talked about like accomplishments, like my whole extended family, like everyone was texting me and they were all like, oh, your, your social media is probably blowing up. And it's like the viewers of, you know, the tonight show are not going to, they're not going to hear this like 50 second clip and they're going to go like, oh, where do I find that guy's Twitter? Yeah. Where do I find his YouTube? Like, I'm going to deep dive this guy. Like that doesn't happen. And so I, I don't know what works like other than just this like organic engagement. And yeah, basically I nothing. Like works, like, no, I think that no individual thing matters. It's the sum total of all the little things, yeah. right? Like, right. You can't be chasing like milestones because they're never going to feel as significant as you want them to. So it's like, you just have to keep doing shit constantly and it adds up to something, but no, no individual thing is like the end all be all. There's never a moment when you necessarily like make it or some shit. A lot of those milestones right. have become completely irrelevant too. Even if the, the sort of 
business infrastructure of the music industry thinks that they is convinced that they are relevant and they have to be because they're jobs are literally dependent on it you know but like yeah but like wolf parade's played a bunch of television shows you know like and it's great to go and play on television it's fun but that's because for me i'm from a generation where that actually meant something you know you gotta yeah. think like yeah. who who is even watching television you know it had i'd, I'd say that that stuff was cool and it's something you if you get offered it, of course you do it, but it had very little impact on like record sales. I'd say like playing a really good show in New York was like better for us than, you know, five television appearances or whatever, or just, or just thoroughly touring like the Midwest and building a following. There, you know? like,